from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Welcome back, listeners, to your one and only source into all things Gossip Girl. You know you'll love it. XOXO. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Jessica Zor. Okay, so last week, my girl Zuzana and I wrapped up our season two rewatches with the incredible director Norman Buckley. Gosh, I love him so much. It brought up so many memories for the season, and we realized that before we move on to season three, we would like to touch on everything season two. So for today's very special episode of XOXO, we are going to be doing a mailbag episode and answering all of your questions. And this has been so much fun in the past. I love doing these because I feel like I get to know you all a little bit more, and hopefully it makes your journey on this rewatch ride with us more fun for all of you as well. So We'll be getting into behind-the-scenes memories, fashion, favorite characters, and, and more. So let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi, Susanna. Hi. How are we doing? I'm good. I'm back from London. I was in London on a little job. Okay, yeah. Tell me about to talk London. Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I just got back from London and I'm excited to be back to talking Gossip Girl, even though I did talk a lot of Gossip Girl in London because a lot of 
Gossip Girl fans in London. I was really surprised. I got stopped on the street Aww. so much more than I do in New York. So I thought, wow, this is um, it's definitely a wow. fave for the Brits. <laughs> Oh, it's crazy. And it was funny because I, I took some photos in some pubs, you know, a lot of pub photo, pub selfies. And um Yeah. I, I got I got spotted on the tube. <laughs> um oh, no, cool. on the tube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I went to see my friend uh do a play. And that's what you went for? Yeah, I went to see my friend in a play. He's doing the Tammy Faye musical. And we had to stand in a queue in order to see the play. And we stayed in a flat. We stayed in an Airbnb flat. And we went on the tube. No, but it was it was really fun. I've never really been for a substantial visit. So it was nice. But I did get a lot of Gossip Girl up. So it was cool. So um, I'm glad to be back now. And it's it's fun that we now get to answer listener questions. Some fan because, questions? Yeah, it's like back in the fan mode. So that was yeah. fun. And and I just I love London so much. I actually when we were filming Gossip Girl, I used to go all the time. Like when we'd have little breaks or just for fun or because you um, had a hiatus for holidays. Yeah. Well, um we, I would go with Ed a lot. He, oh, sure, you know, of course. He's from outside of London. So we would go a lot. Yeah. So I got to like experience London from right. someone who's like, you know, from there, which I liked right. and loved. I, you and know, I thought about Ed when I was there. I was when I walked around, I thought, what wouldn't it be great if I ran into Ed? But I did not. Aw. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I looked for him on every, around every corner. <laughs> yeah, that was really No, but it was fun. Oh, good. I'm glad you had a good time. And I'm glad you got to meet some of the Gossip Girl fans. That's so fun and exciting. Yeah, so many of them. So that was really exciting. <laughs> because, you know, that's part of what's cool about the show is that it is like internationally beloved, you know, and you don't think of that. But sometimes when you get on social media and you see like we have fans in Brazil and England and all over the place. So that's just kind of all over exciting. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's, it's so funny and interesting because you, yeah, you just sometimes you just don't think about it. You were doing, you know, doing your job and then all you, we were in Italy once and I remember Brad and I sitting at a cafe here. That's better to just tell the story. Right. <laughs> and some girls came up and, and Brad has never really seen the show and we had met well after I was on it. So he, he was like, I just can't believe how big the show is. He's like, I remember hearing about it and, but he's like, we're like at a small cafe in Italy in this little town. Like, he's like, it's crazy. And then we went to another part of Italy and it was kind of happening there. And he was just like, wow, people really love the show. So you don't really think about it until you are somewhere somewhere else. And you're like, oh, they played it here and you guys liked it. <laughs> I know. It's, it's really, it really does translate, you know, I guess. By the way, <laughs> do you think... Like, are people watching it with subtitles and, like, Vanessa speaking Italian and Dorota speaking yeah. Italian? Or are they watching, like, an American you know, version? Well, to my sensibility, I think that probably nowadays they watch it on streamers. Maybe they watch it in the original language. But back in the day, like, I know for a fact that, like, in Poland, the way they do TV there is they have, like, that dubbing. It's, like, kind of like this so weird like not voice. not our voices? No, this one voice reads, like, all the parts. It's really weird. But so you can hear us underneath, and then there's, like, this dubbing. And then I think in other countries, we're dubbed fully with other voices. So, you know, and in fact, I'm sure of it because I saw somebody sent me a Spanish version from Dorota Spain. Scene? Yeah, and it's totally different oh actors gosh. are voicing us. So it's like some oh, Spanish wow. actress is doing her like... version. Yeah, it's kind of fun. You get to see. Yeah, you got to check it out because I, I feel like we have to Google it and find a like a funny version of ourselves <laughs> in a foreign language. I'm doing that for sure before yeah. we come back here next week. That is hilarious. That's a idea. Because, oh my gosh, yeah. I can't imagine. That That's also wild. must be very technical and hard to do. But 
I'm going to look that up for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're here and doing a mailbag episode because we finished season two. We're going to be getting into season three. And yeah, we figured if there wasn't something we touched on or talked about in one of the episodes of the podcast that you guys could just write in and we can kind of discuss it here and give, you know, talk about it here. Um, so should we just dive right in? Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So we have Baldwin 88 Mm -hmm. and it is out of all of season two, what was your favorite episode to rewatch? They said theirs was season two, episode 25, which is Mm -hmm. the finale. Actually, I agree because to me, the finale was, is always fun to see how things wrap up. And I also, the watching of the finale was fun. And then also the talking to Norman about the finale was really fun because we got all that behind the scenes stuff. So to me, that was a fun one. Yeah. I'm like enjoying so much of it. It's not to say that every single one was my favorite, but there's just bits and pieces of it. Like even, you know, when we're going to start with the finale, having Chris be introduced who plays Scott, like having when Poppy and Gabriel came on, that whole storyline with Serena was wild to me because I didn't remember any of that. Um, Like I'm liking watching and going on this roller coaster with um, Chuck and Blair. Right. I also really liked one of Norman's other episodes, which is when they when the girls were fighting about going to school. But I don't know if that was my favorite. I, I I don't know if I have a favorite. That's so ridiculous. I should really have one. Well, the one we, we want like two is the one with the you know flashback. The um the one two Lily's Valley Girls. Know, the Valley I Girls liked, one was yeah. really fun too because it was so different. So yeah, it's yeah. It, I also went to Rhoda. <laughs> When she had, when she sneaks into the bathroom and has all the things that she like took, was it everyone's phones that you had and you had the sunglasses on and you come into the, the school bathroom? Oh, the school bathroom. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, yeah, I like any Dorota snooping. Yeah. It was so funny. I was, I was like in stitches laughing. I'm like, <laughs> look at Dorota with those cute glasses. It was too funny. Yeah. Dorota undercover is the best. It's the best. Yeah. Um, that's a good Halloween costume, actually. Okay. Yeah. You know, one of the years when really Gossip good. Girl was on the air, it was uh there was some list in like New York magazine or something, and Dorota was one of the top ten costumes. And I was so excited because I was like, that to me felt like really special. I was like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. If I made it a Halloween costume. Yeah, and it's a pretty easy <laughs> one to do. You know, you just gotta get a little headband and you're good. Um <laughs> you throw uh, some glasses on, it's like right. Dorota like being Undercover. Um, okay, let's move on. A, a similarly large question uh, for us, which will be hard to answer, is from uh, Louisa Dems. Um, sh- and this person said, who is your favorite character from the show and why? It's hard to pick a character, but oh, man. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of me wants to say It's Ms. really Blair. hard. <laughs> you know, I would have I to know. say Miss Blair I, I just too. because of my personal allegiances of Dorotaness. But I feel like I love... Yeah. Oh, so many. And I mean, of the characters. Can you say that of, like Dorota? I love Miss Blair more than yeah. anyone, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> I love that. That's cute. Aww, um, yes. But, you know, I, I guess maybe we could narrow her or this person's question down to like what season two character is our favorite. Like, um, you know, that would mean like Poppy and... uh who else is, mm. who else comes through um Gabriel Georgina, <laughs> Georgina. Um, Gabriel there was also Willa who plays 
um, with Jenny. She's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. puts all of her stuff on fire. That right. was a wild storyline. I I don't. Uh, there's a part of me that wants. I would say Blair, and then there's a big part of me for season two that I think the journey that Chuck goes on from the things with Blair losing his dad being the families combining, like, you know, moving in with Serena, going through the heartbreak and the love triangle with Nate and Blair. I think Chuck took me on a real roller coaster with all these different things going on in his life. That's a really good point. And so much vulnerability. Yeah. Like he has to go. Yeah. He has to make himself vulnerable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at the end, he really comes through and does the sweetest thing at the prom for Blair, like make sure that she wins. And that was the night she wanted, even though he was madly is madly in love with her. He still put all of that aside and watched the girl that he loves up there on the stage crowning each other with with Nate, his best friend, which is really that's like so selfless. And so extraordinarily selfless. what love is supposed to be. And it works out for him because in the end. She ends up with him. That's a good one. That's I agree. I yes, agree. I'm going to go Chuck. I agree. Yeah. And then uh, another piggyback question on that comes from at Portal GG Brazil, um, who asks about the favorite couple. So I guess you know, couple wise, I guess both of us are leading toward <laughs> oh. Chuck and Blair. But <laughs> I'm going to say Nate and Vanessa. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> I love Nate and Vanessa. I liked their moment. Hmm. I, I mean, know. yeah, you want Chuck and Blair, but there is a moment where I really enjoy. You know what? For season two, uh, Serena and Dan were just two back and forth. I'm like, do you guys want right. to be together or not? Like, at least we know with Chuck and Blair, they want to be together and it's their right. game. Serena and Dan are like unsure all the way around about all of it. And it's just started. Yeah. And I like Serena and Dan together, but their whole back and forth with really not being sure kind of like started getting to me. Right. Chuck and Blair's back and forth thing was a game that I was like, okay with, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm going to have to say Chuck and Blair. Yeah. I, uh, Gabriel and Poppy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel and Serena. Yeah. Gabriel and Serena. Serena and the director from right. the play. <laughs> No, I think that um <laughs> no, I guess I'll I'll add I'm Chuck and Blair definitely, but then I also will put in a little word for um Lily and Rufus because even though it's like they come together and then they fall apart and then they have that cute little engagement with the fake little ring he puts on her when they make up. Yeah. So, I feel like uh, I'll give them second place. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about those two. <laughs> you know what? I also did really like Nate and Vanessa's moment on here. But here's the thing. Now when I think about it for the series, I'll probably would say I would probably say Chuck and Blair, but I don't know for season two, because there was so much like when he lost his dad, what he was going through and like trying to numb himself and like right. being with all these different girls and doing drugs and things like that were so that was very hard to watch him go through that and watch Blair see him go through that. But then again, right. that, that's also how much she cares for him. Yeah. I'm just not answering it. I'm like, let me just go through everyone. <laughs> yeah. Cause I feel like it's just the nature of this show is that the couples keep, keep a change. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What else do we have here? 
Yes. And hi to Brazil. Was that the Brazil one? Yes. Oh, hi. Yes. Hi there. And I have to say, <laughs> hi to Brazil is major because I think that Brazil has the most Gossip Girl fans of any country. Um, oh. Every time I've met uh, someone from Brazil, they have been the most enthusiastic and Gossip Girl loving uh, fans. So uh, I'm giving oh. a major hi to Brazil and uh, yeah, that's yeah, pretty. Hi, everyone. So I'm glad they're listening to the podcast. That's cool. Big hugs. Yes. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Okay, where are we? We have um, Leo Barrowcall. It's hard to say these um, at handles on out yeah. loud. I think they're meant to be seen yeah. in the eyeballs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they want to know what character we would have liked to have interacted more with in season two, um, I guess, as actors or our characters, I guess, right? Um, did you get enough of Nate? Do you think that Vanessa got enough of Nate or would you mm-hmm. rather... Yeah. I would have liked that to go a little bit longer. I think that they had like a good chemistry, a good vibe. I think the person that Vanessa is, I think Nate really liked that she is very different from the girls on the Upper East Side. And I think that Vanessa getting to know Nate more, that's what she really liked about him. He he is very um, different than than this group that she has a hard time fitting in with. Um, But I did like their little chemistry and their vibe. And I think they enjoyed each other. And at the very end, when they were doing the school play, they kind of get into a little tiff about, you know, watching ESPN or or reading a play or reading a book. And then that night she like orders in and has ESPN on and he is like reading the book. So I thought that was really cute that they were both trying to 
you know, make the other one feel comfortable and get to know what the other one likes more. And I just thought they had a real sweet little dynamic situation going on. So uh, for for me, my answer would be that those two, their little love story went a little longer. I actually really agree with that because I think that, yeah, you want to see those two sides of those characters kind of pop out more. And I also really just like, um, I like those two characters together. I think it's fun. Um, if I had to be interact with anyone more, it would be basically everyone because I feel like there just wasn't enough Dorota in <laughs> season two. There. <laughs> so I think season three. There just wasn't. Yeah, there's more Dorota. It's like, it, it was a slow boil. So it's like, uh, season one, there was very little Dorota and then over time it grows and grows. So by season three, I get to have more fun scenes with different people. But I, I don't think Dorota ever had a dr- direct scene with Vanessa. So that would have been fun. Um, I feel like once Noel, Dorota, and Nate were in the same room, but rarely. So there's lots of people I would revisit and, you know, let Dorota uh, have some scenes with for sure. That would have been cool. Yeah. You know, but it's also like that's selfishly as an actor, but I feel like watching the show, it's actually kind of fun because when Dorota pops up, it's like just when you need her, you know, as, it's, as an audience it's member. So, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's actually kind of funny because like uh, at episodes 88 asked if you could have written Vanessa's character, I guess speaking to you, Jess, in season two, what would she have been like or done? So like if you were in that writer's room, like if you were part of that decision-making process, what would you have changed the trajectory for that character, do you think? Well, I feel like, and I've said this to you, I, I feel like now watching back, I do feel like Vanessa's let down a lot. And that yeah. has to do with, you know, sh- whether, she, you know, she's letting things, she lets things go and then goes back and doesn't hold, you know, grudges or right wants to look at the positive side of the situations that are going down. But I think that she's not used to throwing people under the bus to get what you want. Like, that's yeah, just not like the way Vanessa hearted. lives. Right, right. But she's in situations a lot where she's like, well, why wouldn't you just say that? Or okay, we don't like each other. Let's just, you don't have to say that right here. You know, we've talked about some of the funny lines. She's like, I'm standing right here when she says it to Blair, when Blair's just super mean. Yes. Yes. That's like such a moment. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I'm like, wow. She always just seems kind of like let down and not like sad, but kind of sad. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, poor V. I guess I, there's part of me as like a person, if that was my friend, I'd be like, Vanessa, then don't be around those people anymore. Yeah. 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 It's like if I could write a little capsule episode, you know, for Vanessa, it would I would be interested to see if she was like, screw the Upper East Side, like, I'm, you know, I'm not getting what I want here. And she just totally went off for like a weekend and did a whole, whole other thing. It would be kind of fun to see that side of Vanessa, you know. That, it would. Like, yeah. Like, but, who's she hanging out with? Who's yeah. she making out with? But at the same time, I feel like your performance and the way the role is written, it's like all of that is implied there, you know. So it's like I kind of know I can imagine that. So I don't, in a way, it's like... Like what's interesting is how she, you know, functions in this world. So right. we have a good sense of who she is. She's really fleshed out. So it's like watching her bump up against Dan and Serena and Blair. It's like that's where the juicy stuff is, I guess. So makes sense. Vanessa. <laughs> oh, Vanessa. Um, what what about you? Would you have rewritten something for her or no? Would you No, I mean, I think, you know, it's like I yeah, I just felt like every time I got a script and I was in it, I was like, whoa, you know, for me, I never, you know, I, t- I told you before, I always thought, I never thought I would ever be in the next episode. So every time I was, I was like, oh, yay, I'm I'm still around. I always, uh, the one thing I didn't want to see was like Dorota falling down the stairs to her death. So as long as, Aww, <laughs> as long right. as I was around, I'm good. I'm good. 
No so, one wanted to see that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next question. Taylor's mom's is favorite season two plot lines is what, what she wants to know. All right. Mm. You go ahead. Um, uh, I guess uh, I liked the stuff with um, Blair and the minions, like the idea that they were trying to undercut her. Like I'm always interested in that friend group. So the sort of queen bee being like queen bee being unqueened and then whether Jenny was going to take over. So I feel like that, I like the idea of that right. storyline and um, the mom daughter stuff with Serena and Lily. And then when uh, Cece was sort of brought into the picture and then we had the flashback. So I like all those mom daughter issues that we see on the Serena uh, Lily side. I think those are kind of the two things that I think of. How about you? Those were really good plotlines. Um, when Poppy showed up, there was there was so much of me trying to play like an investigator to be like, what could she possibly be doing? And right. here's this Gabriel. It was really like it caught me off guard so mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. Or like when I'm watching, it, I was like, oh my god, I wanted to be like a, you know, like a <laughs> like a private investigator. And be right? Like, what is there? Some <laughs> shade going on? Who's yeah. this Gabriel? Why is you know Serena's getting on a private plane? Not telling her, you know, like yes. just left the country. I, I was like blown away by all that. Um, and then I also thought the whole situation where Serena was dating Aaron, the artist, and he ended up being Blair's mom's boyfriend's son. I- I'm like, <laughs> I was like, what? Like, what? Oh, <laughs> so when that all happened, I was like, oh, man. holy crap. That's a lot of um, stuff. And then, yeah, that was a crazy potline to me. And then I also thought, Everything going on. See, this is wild because this was so early on in season two. But when all the things were going on with Jenny's clothing line and like working with Blair's mom right. and the fashion show, and that's where Poppy came in. Was that season two? Yeah. yeah. It's funny because we have a question here from Lizette J1986. And that question was who actually designed those dresses in Eleanor's fashion show and the ones that Jenny designed? So it's like, uh, I guess this listener wants to know who the actual designer was in yeah, real life. Yeah, I'm pretty but sure it was Eric Damon. Yeah, must have been. So it's like, if it wasn't Eric, it was some yeah. other designer outfit that was, you know, borrowed or lent or being showcased. But Eric was like incredible when they had to make something original. I mean, it was like having the creme de la creme making your stuff. For sure. And I remember the green dress, like, cause it was such a statement. And so it was so rad. I think I'm pretty sure it was Eric Damon. Yeah. For that one. Yeah. And we had some other questions about wardrobe, too. We had um, at Spooky Rannells uh, asked about our favorite outfits. And then at Cindy1101 wanted to know whether we got to keep any of them. So do you have any favorite <laughs> outfits from the show? You had some crazy ones. Lots of bright colors. Yeah, I had a <laughs> There was always a lot of bright colors, lots of layers, lots of patterns, lots of things. Um, I always I liked Vanessa's sneakers a lot. Mm-hmm. Although she did wear heels a lot, which Vanessa wasn't like in my mind, wasn't a heel girl, even though she really wore them a lot. Right. And I I did like Vanessa's like layers and all the earrings and necklaces. It, it was definitely a vibe. But I like she, when you meet Vanessa, it's mm-hmm. in season one. I really liked the black like bomber jacket that she's wearing and her sneakers and they're walking next to the basketball court, her and Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like in something about V which is coming up. I think it's in season three. It's like the movie all about Eve. And she wears this like beautiful gown, which 
you, you know, like a dream sequence kind of thing. And oh, I just sure. really, the dress was beautiful. You don't really see Vanessa in like a dress like this. Tracy and dress, yeah. um, it was just beautiful. So I love that. Did you keep, that. keep anything? There was, I don't really think a ton, ton of stuff that I kept, but there was like some pieces that definitely didn't like stay in my trailer or my dressing room. That I make it back to the wardrobe. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the problem with that. I think every that's a lot of people ask that, but the thing about that is it's hard because they always usually have to keep it in an archive in case you ever have to go back and reshoot something or so a lot of times it's difficult to do. Yeah. And I think even on the long, for the long run, because even when the show is over, those, all of the stuff is still in a warehouse and they, I'll tell you this anecdote, which I know from recent history is that when I did my cameo on the new Gossip Girl, when I went in and worked on that one episode, they had my same tights my Dorota no, tights. They did, for, wait, when you did yeah. the new one? When I did the new one, they just went to the old wardrobe store and pulled out See, like that's stuff. why we, you can't. Yeah. So I, even though I wasn't wearing my Dorota uniform in the cameo episode, in the episode, in the new episode, I did wear my old tights. So it was, <laughs> it was really funny because I was like, all that stuff is still there in case they do a reboot 10 years from now, in case they do a move. And you know, who knows? So they don't want to let that stuff go. Yeah. Definitely. So I think if people have something, it's because yeah. Yeah. Either snuck it or something, you know, so we won't cop to anything. Yeah. But. And I wasn't, I wasn't insinuating <laughs> that, but I think that w- yeah. it might've been something where there was like a couple jackets or a couple t-shirts or something that I was right. able to. Right, have. right, right. Let's see. Who else do we have here? I think it may be Dr. Dr. Soups. Soups. <laughs> Dr. Um, Soups. Dr. Soups. <laughs> um, during the Saving Brooklyn Bar episode, did writers think of a Chuck and Vanessa angle? That was season two, episode seven, Chuck in the real life. Um, I don't know. I don't really know when they decided to do that because it does end up coming out that Chuck and Vanessa get together to get back at Blair and Nate. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if they like had that on the storyboard from Jump. So I, I couldn't answer that. But I remember them when reading it and thinking, I was like shocked. I'm like, wait, why is Vanessa and Chuck getting together? Like, it doesn't make sense. I don't understand it. But you know how it was, Susanna. We didn't know right. five episodes what would come no, out. No, no. We always you know what I mean? from flying by the seat so, of our pants. Right. Kind of, yep. Episode to episode. So um, I don't know if in that episode they were planning on, you know, the night where she's in the purple dress and is over at Chuck's and they're getting it on. So I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. You're just going scene to scene. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being shocked. Though. <laughs> right. Uh, the yeah. same, the same person, Dr. Soups wanted to know if Dorota got bored of wearing the same outfit. And I think that Dorota might've got, might've been bored, but I, I wasn't really because the couple times when I got to wear something fancy, I realized, you know, how uncomfortable it is to be in something fancy. So I, I, I learned to love the housekeeper uniforms. <laughs> So there's that. It um, was such a staple and so great. And right, you got to yeah. have it. It's like, I mean, can you imagine Dorota like coming up in heels and stuff? Oh, Although, no. when you had the glasses on, when she. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's all you that. need a little accessory. Once in a while, like a little uh, spy yeah. accessory. And then we have a question from at Portal GG Brazil again. See, Brazil loving Gossip Girl. Did you think it was right little when Brazil. V. <laughs> yeah, did you think it was right when V hid the letter that Nate sent to Jenny? Who do you like Nate with? No, I, I, and I'm only really like 
on this because we just finished season two. Otherwise, if you asked me that, I'd be like, Vanessa hit a letter. I remember right. watching the episode <laughs> and I'm like, what is she doing? Why are yeah. you doing that? Don't do that. Um, I did not think that was right. And that's not really something that I, I feel like Vanessa would normally do. So I right. was kind of like, damn, girl, why would you do that? But to kind of have Vanessa's back here a little bit, Vanessa was dating Nate first. Right. And then Jenny swung in and kind of went in there and there was that whole thing going on. True, so, true. you know, when, when Vanessa felt betrayed and then lied to, uh, could I maybe see why she did that? Sure. Right. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Human so, nature. I don't know. Human nature, man. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Vanessa is such a well-meaning, big-hearted character. So when she does a little something sly, I feel like it's nice because we get to see, we get to see her, you know, a different side of her. Just, just, you know, the fact that she's imperfect and she also has, you know, her life is not always easy and she has things she wants and needs and, you know, it's natural human nature, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to say this, like, you got to go and do something conniving or mean or dishonest to like not be a pushover because that's, I don't think that's true. But there are times where I'm like, see, you can't push Vanessa's buttons too much and she's not just going to take anything. So I do like agree with, with that. I like that. Yeah. And who did I like Nate with? I mean, let's, let's go down the list with Nate real quick from season two. (laughs) It starts in the Hamptons where Mm -hmm. he's like having an affair with the cougar. Mm-hmm. Does he have something going on with Serena, or maybe they fake that for a minute? Then there's Vanessa. Then there's Jenny. Then we meet Bree at the end of season two. There's, there's some else. options for him. Oh, and Blair, obviously Blair. Blair. <laughs> oh my gosh, did I not just say that? I would have yeah. said I liked him either with Blair or Vanessa, which is funny right. because Vanessa and Blair couldn't be more opposite. Right. But out of all those people, I would have rather seen like the little love triangle go further with Vanessa or Blair, but you don't really want it to go with Blair because you want to see Blair with Chuck at the end. Right. So. Yeah, I agree. I feel the same way. I think Vanessa and Nate, that's the one. That's the winner. Just because it brings out the, the, (laughs) you know, different side of him. I like that. Um, Yeah. And here's another question about the Blair-Nate situation from at Chichi Alexi. (laughs) Um, Did you want Blair to go to her new apartment with Nate? Or go with Chuck. So I think that it's safe to oh. say in the end, we we kind of go down the Chuck road and we're good with that. But there was a kind of a sweet thing in those episodes with Nate that we, I think we were vibing with a little bit. Yes. Like when Dorota <laughs> and Blair are walking in Central Park and he's waiting there. And I feel like Dorota had set that up with Nate, right? I guess. I mean, it's like, don't like, you look over and you yeah. see him standing there and you guys have like the the bread for the ducks. Right, right. Oh, I forgot and about that. And we see yes. that. And there's just such a sweet thing. And then he didn't remember the night. And the night before, Nate didn't want to like kiss or hook up with Blair. But it was because he didn't want it to be in that like mo- like in a moment like that. So now it's right. like snowing in Central Park. It's perfectly beautiful. You got DeRota and Blair. Nate yeah. standing there. It's like everyone looks stunning and beautiful. And then you like are like, oh, you kind of do want Blair with Nate. You know? Right. When she gets to the apartment. In that moment, yeah, I was like, don't do that to Nate, Blair. Yeah. But then, lo and behold, you you see Blair with Chuck and you're like, all right, who's Nate? Let Nate go be with Vanessa. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes we get a complicated feelings and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the same person wanted to know whether we thought Gabriel had good intentions. And I think it's safe to say that he no. did not, although he maybe had a little bit of a, maybe a bit of authentic feeling popped up. For Serena here or there, but by and large, no. 
Yeah. I mean, yes, he may have like realized like, oh, I like Serena. But right. in all in all, I he he didn't know that he liked her that way and he was using her. Although I yeah. forgot that he met her when she was drugged with Georgina. Oh, right. And that's how mm-hmm. – so yeah. maybe when he saw Serena, it was like, oh, wait, I already met you and there was a vibe. Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. But all in all, I would have mm. said no because I think he was out. And even when he got to know Serena a little bit more, if those were true feelings, he had time to back out of it and not steal money and lie to everybody. And he was always going right. somewhere. We're like, "Where's where are you going? Where are you? Why aren't you going to the movie with Serena? Just go to the damn movie, Gabriel. And then yeah. he's like, always <laughs> gone. And we're like, what <laughs> is going on? <laughs> so no, I don't think he had good intentions <laughs> at all. That's great. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut. Every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't try to distract Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Cupcake Bella. Cupcake Bella. Um, when the gang tries to expose Gossip Girl at the point in season two, who do you think it was? Honestly, at first, I, I don't, my mind was going all over, but then remember, Dan is the first person to walk in. Right. So I was like, oh. Yeah. And he walked in, and obviously that was their intention for us to probably all think that. But right. that's where I went. And then I'm like, oh, now this is like wild because it's basically they're just saying we're all Gossip Girl. Like we all send in the dirt to this right. blog. But not in that episode or in that, uh, like through season two, when someone would be like, what do you, who do you think? Or is it going to come up? Yeah. There was times I thought it was Dorota because mm-hmm. she was kind of a perfect person who was like involved and really right. heard a lot of things. 
but kind of unexpected to be. But in in that, I guess I, I didn't really know. I didn't really have someone specific. But when Dan first walked in, I was like, oh, my God, which is funny because right. he is. Yeah. You know, I think it might be the only time that I ever thought it was Dan. Right. You know, cause it's like, <laughs> right. It's like all of a sudden you're like, oh, I yeah. see it now. But then, you know, yeah. So I feel like it was right. a, yeah, but it's always the kind of mystery that I didn't, it didn't bother me too much. I was always like more caught up with other stuff than wanting to crack who it was, you know? Right. And uh, at Cupcake Bella has an, one last question, which is as Vanessa and Dorota, what was your favorite scenes to film in season two? Do you have a favorite that stands out for you? Oh my God, there's so many. I like, like some of these storylines I'm talking about, I'm like, right. I can't even believe it's still the same right. season. Yeah, because like I definitely would have said that that's that Central Park like duck feeding bread thing. That sounds like it would be my favorite scene, but I don't remember it being from season two. So, uh, you know, but I definitely loved always duck feeding. Yeah, I always liked ducks feeding ducks. Yeah, that's I mean, that's what a cute for me. thing <laughs> to be doing. Yeah, I love those scenes. Oh, I love that. And Central Park, it's like mm -hmm. a dream. That's yeah. so awesome. I liked when Chuck and Vanessa ended up having their little like situation go right. down, which was very unexpected. Yes. Um, that was really fun working with Ed. And it was really fun because it was so outside of what Vanessa and Chuck would be doing. Right. So that's what was also fun about this show as an actor, or I guess now even watching it, is that there would be things that you would just never put together or never match up. And they somehow intertwined it and did it and it was it would still like make sense in a way because of whatever the people's intentions were whatever the characters were trying to get right. um and ed and i had fun working together so yeah, yeah i would say that one. little th those moments and then i also oh i thought the the story when everyone was at the opera was like <laughs> insane oh, too because there was just like Lily and Rufus walk up and Serena and Dan are trying to figure out if they're together, but are the parents together? And then like Vanessa's dating Nate and right. Blair's there, but she's going through all the stuff with the teacher at school <laughs> and the teacher's having this situation that comes up with Dan, but all this stuff is going down at the opera. And I, and that whole, those scenes right. were one fun to film. We had a guest star and she had to cough, like sneeze throughout the whole thing. And I, and when I watched it back, I was like, wow, one, that's hard. Two, she did a great job. And three, I, it, it was just also so funny. Yeah, that's I remember hysterical. that those scenes being fun names. What about you? I, I, I think it's just the ducks. The ducks. You, oh, <laughs> perfect. Ducks. I love that. I love feeding ducks. Yeah. It looks like yeah. the only other pressing question was from my boyfriend because he walked by while I was t collecting mailbag questions. And um <laughs> And for his firstly, his observation, because he's been watching the show peripherally as I've been watching, you know, doing the rewatch. And he came up to the other yeah. day and he said, do you realize you have the same voiceover as Sex in the City? And I was like, no, it's not. I was like, this is Kristen Bell. And that was Sarah Jessica Parker. And he said, no, it's the same. And he like was really convinced. And I was like, well, I guess the vibe is similar, which is a female New Yorker commenting on the state of things. But so that was funny. because yeah. he Basically, is clueless. But I guess his one question was, you know. 
when you're filming something like Gossip Girl, like for us, what's it like, you know, to sort of prepare, you know, you don't get a lot of rehearsal when you're on camera. So there's like one little rehearsal that you do, and then you kind of just have to film it. And like, when you're doing something funny or crazy, is it hard to know whether it's going well, because it's kind of in a vacuum because you don't have an audience. So he's a stand up comic. So for him, he always wants to know, like, unless people are laughing at you, how do you know it's going well? And I actually ran into that problem as, as Dorota, because I would do something so silly sometimes as Dorota and then it would just be quiet. And I would always need um, either Layton to tell me that it was funny or one of the, if one of the camera guys was like, you know, had a giggle or a smile, I would always think, okay, I did well, but it's partially why I ended up watching the show because I wanted to see, am I being too ridiculous or is it fun and funny? And so, you know, it's hard to navigate that stuff when you're working on TV, but I think you just have to trust yourself, right? Yeah. I agree. I couldn't agree more because it, it's and also you don't want to be in your head or try to be funny. Do you know what I mean? Right. You want to keep the you want to keep it, especially in a show like this where it's grounded. Yes. And the funny comes from it just just being not just coming off the page from the performance. But right. I think the second you try to play funny, it's not funny. Right. It, that's why things in life are. Yes, because exactly. You're just trying to be real. You know, like. <laughs> a, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I just, I, that's such a good question, Damon, like such a good question. Um, I I think it's also hard because when you do rehearsals, sometimes when you get the laugh in a rehearsal or feel something and then you don't hear it on, you know, because people can't make noise when you're actually filming, then you don't get it. You're like, wait, did it not work that time? Right. So I don't know. I think you answered it perfectly. You really have to trust your choices and, and what you're doing with it. And I just always think don't play the funny when you play the funny. It's. That's right. It takes away from it. That's right. Well, this is fun to talk about these um, things that pop up from season two. I feel like that's like, it was so much ground to cover in season two because so many things happen and you're like, oh my what gosh. could possibly happen in season three? <laughs> many things. I, I mean, like, I literally, five, I, I don't even know. <laughs> right. It's yeah. Wild. And, and how it ends too, right. season two with being introduced to, to Scott right. and you see him, you know, at the cafe with Dan and Vanessa. So now you're like, wait, what's going to go down here? And like Vanessa and Dan have no idea who this is. He's, yeah. you know, a- aware that he's trying to meet somebody. I'm sure it's his family. So <laughs> what's he going to do to get there? Right. You're planting a seed for something um, yeah. to come, which is cool. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. And I have to say uh, my favorite thing now about season two was Rewatching it with you. So thank you for having me for all of these season know, two it's episodes. Been so it's been so fun, fun to talk about. And so it's also thrilling to me that these people, you know, have the, that are listening to the show had these questions and wanted to, you know, interact with us. I think that's really cool. So it's really fun. Um, fun way to wrap up season two, I think. Yes. This has been so great. So fun. You're, you've been like a, such a breath of fresh air to like watch these with because it's very nice to, to do it with someone that, that, knows what I'm talking about and can also bring everyone that's listening and all the fans and viewers that have been so supportive and so amazing on this journey with us. Right. It's really nice to have a partner in crime do it with me. Well, I feel like, um, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these questions are about how would we rewrite season two. So I feel like what we've learned from today's conversation is that all we really needed was a little spinoff episode with Dorota and Vanessa, and they can go to the park and feed ducks. Yes. <laughs> And, and, then park, Van- and then go to the Brooklyn ducks. and do something Vanessa-like. So let them hop over to Brooklyn. <laughs> right. That's what we're recreating <laughs> now by talking now. <laughs> 
Aw, well, thank you all so much for writing in. Thank you for going on this rewatch journey with us. We are very excited to start season three, or I'll speak yes. for myself. I'm very excited. I want to see what's going to go down. Yeah, me too. Who's coming on? Who's leaving? Right. Who's hooking up? Um, yeah. And so come back next week for season three, episode one. Oh, you know what? I have uh, one more observation that I forgot to mention earlier. Yeah. Every time we talk, I think it's so funny because we both have SZ as our the beginning of our last name. Isn't that so <gasps> weird? So rare. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's why we have a good that's vibe. very rare. That's why we can understand Gossip Girl in I the way that so we do. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Jessica. <laughs> I never realized that. <laughs> yeah. Is that funny? No, thank you. All right. <laughs> that is and funny. Thanks to everybody for the mailbag. Thank you very much, everyone. Okay, and that is it. Thank you so much, everyone, for submitting your questions. You made this episode possible. I just cannot believe that season two is over. I had such a great time walking down memory lane. But moving on, we will be back next week for season three, episode one, Reversals of Fortune picking back up with Chuck and Blair in love, the Humphreys and the Hamptons, and lots more because it is Gossip Girl. <laughs> All right. Until next time, XOXO. XOXO is produced by Propagate Content and me, Jessica Zor. Our show is executive produced by Ling Lee. Our producers are Diego Tapia, Kristen Vermilia, Emily Carr, and Hannah Harris. Original music by Moxie and Loon. And the episode was mixed by Seth Olansky. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. 
in the land of saints and sinners from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.